Welcome to the Dwelling in Co. podcast. We're a podcast for all Christian women. We exist because we want to see women united and encouraged to glorify God wherever they are. So whether you're a high school student, a stay-at-home mom, a CEO of a company, or a retiree and everything in between, you belong here. All right, so we are back after a couple weeks. Um, That is basically my fault. Um, And I was the one that called... uh, called it uh with elizabeth to like postpone (laughs) uh because i moved Uh, my husband and i moved um just like i almost said down the street but it was 40 minutes away (laughs) Um, (laughs) we moved uh to be closer into where my husband works and um the church that we attend and uh family and friends and all that it was a good move um one that we didn't quite anticipate a few months ago and so um, things moved so quickly that I literally was packing up and I was like, yep, this is not going to work. We can't record <laughs> and yeah. put up a podcast episode while I move. <laughs> so we did not. So this is going to be the last, I think this is going to be the last week that we talk about this topic and then we'll kind of move on to different topics because the first month of 2023 is almost over already Mm. which is wild to me because I feel like it just started (laughs) like oh we're getting into February and like all this stuff and so um it's just really crazy so yeah so several weeks ago we started talking about the topic taking every thought captive and two weeks ago we talked about how that could look like in like the home or work life balance um in and how that looks like in different homes and different uh, styles of living and work-life balance. Um, <clears throat> and then we took obviously our break last week and then now we're back, um, uh, for this final week to just kind of delve into what taking every thought captive could look like as we, as Christian women navigate friendships and relationships and relationships can include our marriages. But I wanted to say relationships because not everybody that listens is married. Um, and, and yet you have, you know, maybe it's a dating relationship and engagement, um, or just your friendships, um, that you think about this topic with, or you want to think about, think about this topic with, um, so yeah. So let's get into some questions. Elizabeth's going to kick us off. All right, here we go. So we have three questions today. Um, so the first one just to start it off is... Okay, so basically it's, I mean, it is, it's no secret that we as women, we tend to struggle with (coughs) friendships in general. Um, We can get competitive, we can get catty, sullen, and even go overboard at times in being too there for our friends. So when we think about friendship and this phrase, how could this help us approach friendship with the best intentions instead of how the world sees friendship? Yeah, I feel like um, when I was writing the when I was writing these questions uh, the other night, I was actually thinking about. Um, so Elizabeth and I have been friends for twenty three plus years. Twenty four, yep. almost twenty four, almost twenty four, twenty four. Um, pretty much our entire lives. Uh, sans much. like three years of our lives, <laughs> um, <laughs> and that's just because we didn't know each other um (laughs) we didn't we didn't meet (laughs) um but I was just thinking like Elizabeth and I have 
like we've been friends that long, but it hasn't, uh, it hasn't been without moments of, you know, for good or bad, um, of kind of like some of those, uh, like competitive, the competitiveness, um, thinking of a situation in particular, um, <laughs> that <laughs> we will not get into. Um, but, uh, and cause, cause there's no, there's no drama with it now. Um, but at the <laughs> time, like being, you know, I think we were in elementary school at this point, but like being, you know, younger and like friendship is your whole life. And like the world is showing you that, um, in movies and TV shows on Disney channel and Nickelodeon on whatever, like your friends are your life. Like it's all about your friends. It's all about, the people that are around you and how cool they are, you know, like whatever, like, it's just, it's about your friends, you know? And Mm. I feel like when you're younger, you feel like you have to be friends with everyone. You have to have like all these friends, you have to have the most friends and yeah. And, but anyway, like the, the situation I was thinking about was just like that kind of competitiveness of like, for me in particular, like, seeing Elizabeth like be friends with other people and knowing like the bond that we had um even at that point even when we were young like it was only like seven years long (laughs) or whatever (laughs) um you know still like looking at it being like no but I'm her friend you know and I feel like while that's not how I look at my friendships now um there's still like we can go to that I think as Christian women where it's like we see like maybe it's you see your friend out with another friend and they're like I don't know like they're at a movie or they're at a party or they're out to dinner and like instantly like without you even feeling or without you even thinking it like you start to feel like you know your temperature rise and your like blood Mm. pressure go up and you're like um why wasn't I invited like who is this person you start to like click on their uh Instagram profile and you start looking through their pictures maybe judging them um Mm. whatever and it's like while it's not the same level as like what happens when you're younger and like maybe you have an outburst or you start to cry for me it was crying (laughs) and just (laughs) shutting down um and then having to have a heart to heart you know with Elizabeth and other people and stuff like that um like I feel like as we get older though like it's almost like we deal with it in better ways but yet sometimes in worse ways because it it's still competitive it's still catty it's still sullen um it's just still like it's still where we go and I feel like in that instance like when I was you know when we were younger it's a lot I feel like it's a lot harder to kind of take your thoughts captive because you don't like you don't know how to control your thoughts like you don't know how Hmm. to like you're just kind of like those are my thoughts and I feel Mm. overwhelmed and my friend is taken away from me and my life is ending you know and like that's Mm. just kind of how you feel when you're like 10 years old the the world is is ending but I feel like you know now as like a 27 year old um who's had her fair share of friendship woes um I feel like it's like such a good opportunity to just like be like, okay, but is my friendship is, or is, is this friendship, my friendship or friendship in general, is this taking the place of God? And Mm. if it is like, how do I need to redirect these thoughts? And how do I need to like, take the thought captive that, oh, my friend hates me because she's having dinner with somebody else. (laughs) Like, you Mm -hmm. know, like, it's like, when you think about it, you're like, okay, that's a really 
stupid reason to be upset. Like she goes for, for a two hour dinner with somebody else and I'm upset, even though like I'm busy this night or we didn't have plans or we have plans in a couple days or whatever. <laughs> like, um, but it's like, I can definitely see how like we can go to that place. And it it's just an opportunity to just ask God to come help us like take that thought captive and to replace it with thoughts of honestly the ultimate friendship (laughs) um the ultimate friendship with Jesus and Mm. how he never lets us down and how he's always he always wants to be there for us there's no like he's not sending us mixed signals because I know that sometimes that happens in friendships he's not sending us mixed signals he's not like baiting us he's not being competitive catty sullen anything Mm. like he just he just wants us he craves us and we should crave him and want Mm. him um and it's like when you start to when you start to kind of quiet your thoughts and think about you know what what is God teaching me through this moment and what can I learn and how can I just take this thought and just kind of bottle it up and just replace it with a true thought and um the world does not have to get you and even if it is like you have Jesus so what does it matter you know mm, um amen. so anyway those are my like very unprofessional um thoughts all mingled together and stuff like that but I feel like I, I feel like we could talk about this like forever like we talked about this for like many many episodes um <laughs> but what about you oh yeah Oh my word, that is so good. Um, he brought me back. That's really funny. Um, <laughs> I haven't thought about that memory for a while. Um, it's fun because I think that is you're right because we have a lot of history to draw on when it comes to friendships and stuff, and I love that, and it kind of gives us a good basis to just kind of come from. Yeah. Um, I think so. As you were talking, I liked. I did really like though when you were describing that moment of like feeling competitive and feeling or feeling like there was competition like you know and and almost like a jealousy I think though you even in that moment just a minute ago you were able to categorize all your thoughts I'm feeling this way my friend was take I feel like she's being taken away I feel this way this that and you know all those things and then you right away you 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 said okay this is what I was feeling and we had to have a heart to heart and just kind of figure it out and you know then we were fine and like obviously like it always doesn't always like go that easily and cut and dry and stuff but i also think that like at least in in our circles and the the circles that i'm familiar with and some somewhat in our culture there's the tendency to kind of put up a happy face and be like i'm fine we're all good like we're all friends it's fine like even though you might be boiling on the inside and right. you actually have a problem, but you don't want to talk about it because you don't want to ruffle the feathers or do whatever. Um, but what I've been kind of finding is one of the you know steps in like taking your thoughts captive to Christ is also just being honest and being mm. vulnerable and willing to just say things and even, even point out, like, can I make an observation? Like, can we talk about this? Can mm. we discuss this you know I'm feeling these things are they valid or are they not like can we can we discuss this so that we can come to a resolution mm-hmm. instead of just like trying to fake it right um because I mean honestly that works in every relationship I mean it's just it's that ability to be honest and just 
you know, something that I've done recently is, you know, if I feel like I am misunderstanding, you know, someone or, you know, my husband, even my kids, there's this like, okay, what am I feeling? And then I'll write them down. Like I almost have to like go in and get out my journal and like write down, okay, these, these are the things I am feeling right now. I am feeling hurt. Why am I feeling hurt? Oh, I'm feeling hurt because this, you know, so-and-so said this to me. Should I, how should I, you know, what does this make me feel? And, you know, why, why? And like, can I talk about it? Is there, are there words that I can use to talk about it? But not in a condemning way, but in a way that's saying, hey, let's, let's come on the same playing field here and just talk this through because that's, that's glorifying to the Lord, Hmm. you know? Um, is to like, you know, come together as, you know, sisters in Christ or, you know, in any of our relationships. Um, so, cause other, you know, I think it's easy to misunderstand people too. Like when it comes to social media or when it comes to all of those things, like, okay, so your friend is having dinner with another friend and you're looking at that and you're like, oh, man, I wanted, you know, why, why not me? Why can't, you know, whatever. And there's that jealousy, but like, you know, that's the problem. We kind of can get these snapshots from people's lives and we don't understand, you know, everything or we just get jealous. There's this like breeding of jealousy that's like always there when we're doing that. So we also have to, you know, kind of ask the Lord to help us to protect, you know, guard us from that mm-hmm. um, and take those thoughts and, and say, hey, you know what? I don't have to be jealous. Like, I don't have to be offended. I'm good. Like, the yeah. Lord is, I'm fine. Um, and I really am. But if there is a problem, I can be willing to discuss it. It's fine. Hmm, hmm. Um, so yeah, that's kind of um, what I was thinking. Just like a little bit of just that being willing to discuss things hmm. is helpful. Hmm. Um, so yeah. Um, let's see. So that kind of jumps us into this second question, which is, uh, so we kind of touched on this just a little bit before, but we know that um, not all of our listeners are married. So we always want to be inclusive and not make this another one of those like podcasts about marriage. But um, we want to just kind of briefly speak on how we can take our thoughts captive in a way that would positively influence our marriages. So how can we do that? Yeah. Well, clearly we're experts. Um, (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) We've been married almost three and a half years. Um, (laughs) But uh, no, like I think that, um, and I mean, like, like Elizabeth said, and I've said too, like, um, hopefully you don't skip through this because, you know, you may be married someday or this may help you in, you know, dating relationships, engagements, or even just other relationships, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, we're not, we're not, you know, we're not going to go, you know, be like talking about our marriages. Like they're the best thing in the world and everyone must have one. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> no worries there, but, um, I feel like, so like communication has been a really big thing that my husband and I have been working on since we started dating. And, um, I come from a history of a couple of relationships that, um, just communication was not good. (laughs) Um, Mm. and in different ways, actually in both relationships, um, before I met my husband and, um, you know, in one, it was very like, uh, demeaning, um, where Mm. it, I, I, I will own up to it. Like I was very demeaning. Um, and, 
I, I would use emotional manipulation, um, like nobody's business. (laughs) And, um, you know, I was, I was young, um, but also I was old enough to know what I was doing. So, um, Mm. I would like, you know, the thoughts that were kind of intrusive where they were like, yeah, he hates you this or that. Like I would just kind of run off of those and just Mm. use them as ammunition, um, and create problems and create fights and things like that. And, and then another one (laughs) in the other relationship, it was emotional manipulation, um, in a different way. And there was different things that I did. And so I just knew that going into relationship with my husband, um, or at the time when he was my boyfriend, that like, I wanted to do things differently because I wanted to be building a foundation for a marriage that would last. And Mm. I didn't want to already create, like, just already create habits of communication that were destructive and that Mm. were not honoring. Um, and, um, you know, of course we sin and we're not perfect and we fall. Um, and thankfully God redeems and he saves and he purifies (laughs) and, Mm. um, he, brings he he brings forgiveness um and so I'm so thankful for that (laughs) Mm. um but I do feel like it was something from the get-go that I wanted to work really hard on not taking what my husband like would sometimes say and whether whether it was like he was frustrated or whatever and like not letting that kind of roll over in my mind until I would get so mad that I would lash out and do, you know, talk this, this, and this and be disrespectful and all of that. And, you know, like we still argue because we're humans, Mm -hmm. um, and we're flawed (laughs) and we're sinful. Um, and so we still argue, we still disagree. We still have moments of really intense conversation and frustration. Mm -hmm. Um, but I feel like there for both of us, I feel like we really, really strive to not let the other person's thoughts influence us in such a way that kind of like what you were talking about, like social media, even like Mm. letting a simple thought of, Oh, Sally is having dinner with this girl. Um, Sally is my friend. And then all of a sudden you're like, I hate that girl. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. Like it's just, it just all of a sudden it just goes to that place. Mm -hmm. And so often I feel like as wives, especially like, um, you know, where, you know, maybe we're doing a lot at home or there's just, there's just a lot. And then our husband comes home and, you know, you ask him to do something simple and he groans or whatever. And all of a sudden it is war. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. like, it is like world war Mm three and it is like, and it's like, you, you know, like maybe you're justified in being frustrated. Maybe he's justified in being frustrated, but I think a lot of things that start out small can end smaller, but Mm. end bigger um, because we don't take our thoughts captive. And Mm. I think that, and obviously like, again, nobody's perfect. Like we can't perfectly be like, he said that I will file that away and I love him and it's all good. (laughs) Like Uh I'm going to smile. (laughs) Like, you know, you can't stuff it down. Like, again, like you said, we can't just be like, it's good. It's fine. We're good. We're fine. Um, yep. like talk about it. Like, cause that's another part of communication is, Hey, when you said that, did you mean this? You know, and we've yeah. really been trying to do that. Like, cause there's been moments where we have arguments based on 
one person's interpretation of the other person and it's totally false Mm -hmm. and we have to get to the point where it's like really really frustrating and then we kind of break it down and we're like oh that's not what Mm -hmm. you meant oh like okay (laughs) you know and so we really try to almost like tackle things you know at its head but of course you can't always do that again I totally get that but Mm -hmm. like working more on that um because that will positively influence your marriage because it means you're not walking around thinking the other person like despises you (laughs) or or is thinking ill of you or you know you're not walking around being like grumpy you know like nobody Mm -hmm. wants to walk around you know being grumpy and nobody wants to be around someone walking around being grumpy so it's like yeah I just feel like you know if you just take take those thoughts captive like remind yourself who you are in Christ first of all, and then Mm. remind yourself that you stood up and gave these vows to this person. (laughs) Mm. And, um, like if they have been loving you well, you know, despite messing up or despite being sarcastic or sassy at times, but they've been loving you well, they've been leading you well. And, you know, they just have a moment, like we all have moments, you know, um, Mm. like forgiving them. And, you know, cause I'm not, I'm not going to speak to, um, cause I don't feel qualified to, but I'm not going to speak to if there's other underlying issues, um, mm. if your marriage is in trouble. Like I don't, again, I really don't feel qualified to speak to that. And I don't want to <laughs> because, mm-hmm. um, those, those situations are so heavy and so nuanced and so different. And so if you're in that situation, like, I'm not speaking to that. Like, I'm just letting you know, like, I'm not speaking to, um, you know, taking something that is wrong. Um, Mm. if that's happening in your marriage, um, I'm really just, I'm speaking to the kind of like those normal, um, (laughs) marital (laughs) tips, Mm. (laughs) you know, where someone didn't take out the trash or, you know, didn't, you know, someone doesn't want to change the baby's dirty diaper. We, you know, whatever, like just, those kinds of things. I'm not talking to the, you know, kind of bigger things. Um, Mm. but, but yeah, so like with those just kind of day-to-day struggles that, you know, you may have in marriage and just like like reminding yourself who who you are in Christ and then reminding yourself of your vows. Like sometimes I do that (laughs) and, Mm. you know, reminding yourself of, you know, your maybe even just reminding yourself of your wedding day and how, you know, Mm. excited you were and expectant you were and knowing that, there were going to be moments like this and here you are in that moment. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do about it? You know, like, are you going to just give up? (laughs) Um, you know, or like, are you going to kind of just like let it fester or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, are you going to try to work it out, try to have that conversation and get back to the moments of laughter and, um, you know, fun and having, having, you know, life with your, your, your spouse and, Um, no matter what it throws your way, Mm -hmm. no matter what happens in life, you know, but that's your person and they love you. Um, and they care about you and they make mistakes. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. that's what I would say. What about you? Oh, that's good stuff. Um, yeah, that's spot on. Cause well, and something that I, so this is what I've been kind of, I mean, I'll just speak to it sometimes. So I can feel sometimes, you know, so I'm like a young mom too, right? Like I got little ones. Um, and so with that, there's this feeling of like almost resentment can come in pretty easily because um, that's one of the thoughts that I've, I've 
I wrestle with a lot and I'm asking the Lord to help me take it for, you know, take it captive mm. because, um, it's one of those feelings like, Oh, I do all this and all that. And, you know, but you're, you're getting to do this and you're getting to do that. And like, why can't I do that? You know? Mm. Um, and I think that's that wrestling that, you know, probably goes back to, you know, Eve, um, of like, <laughs> right. <laughs> I want to be like you in terms of, not that, cause we are exactly equal, but different. Right. And so, mm. I think that when it comes to, you know, marriage, like I've had to really ask the Lord to help me like, you know, Lord, it's not like, you know, what my husband does for us is amazing. Like, and I, I am so grateful for it and I'm not, it's not jealous of that. Like I'm so grateful. Mm. Um, but then I just need to like, stop, almost stop looking at him and his world as like, you know, this thing that looks so cool. Hmm. But then I also need to realize like, okay, Lord, you know, I need to <laughs> remember who I am in you and, hmm. you know, stop number one, comparing myself and two, you know, wandering around the house, feeling sorry for myself. Like I'm some victim and I'm hmm. not like, hmm. I think, you know, that's kind of, and then I can take that, that feeling and I can start whining about it to my husband. And then mm -hmm. he feels at a loss because he's like, I'm here working for you right? and I have this job so that you can, you know, like do, be here and do right. your stuff. And I'm like, but I, I have to do this and clean and cook and all that. And I, <laughs> you know, and he's like, but you're a lot more than that. Like when you start thinking about it, you don't just cook and clean all day. Like, you don't, right. do that, you know? like take 24 hours maybe that's like maybe an hour of your time really and I'm, he's like you're not a cook you're not a cleaner like <laughs> you've got so much more to you than that I was like but I I'm not you know you just all these all these things come up and you just start wanting to vent but that's where like and I'm not perfect by any means but like the Lord's working in me um so that I can remember who he's made me to be like I I'm not defined by my cooking or my cleaning or my, you know, watching the kids or my everything, whatever. It's that I belong to Jesus and yeah. it all, it ultimately starts there. And so if I claim him as Lord, then that's where it starts. And, you know, in that vein, then I don't have to be resentful. Like I can, I can find contentment in him. That is possible. I know it is. And I may never I will never this side of heaven. I won't do it perfectly, but I'm, you know, I want to keep learning. I want to keep growing so that like, it won't just stay in one place. It'll continue to get better. Cause I don't like that feeling. I don't like being at odds with my husband. Like right. I would much rather be, you know, and, and the truth is too, I ask myself this too, like when I'm tempted to completely like take his words like screaming out of context and throw them back in his face. Cause like, I, you know, we've all done that. Right. Where right. you're like, Hey, you meant that. You right. said that. And he's right. like, no, that's not what I meant. I meant that. You're like, no, you meant it. And right. you start putting words <laughs> in know. his mouth. And it's just like, and then the, you feel like I can understand then like they feel at a loss to try and figure out like, no, that's not what I meant, but you're twisting it. Um, and so for me, like I've, had to come to terms with that too of like okay when I when we're in an argument or in a conversation that's like you know deep or you know whatever we're discussing something it's helpful to be able to not always not ever probably 
listen to that voice that's like you need to pull that out and throw it back mm-hmm. at him mm-hmm. you know to to hold that back and I mean I can't do that by myself so the Holy Spirit's the one who in that moment I'm like okay I need help here to hold my tongue <laughs> isn't it in the Bible there's this verse about the tongue you know there's a yeah. lot on the tongue and taming the tongue and the tongue and is it, like it being unbridled and unbridled yeah, leading to stuff. destruction it leads to destruction I mean it's a it's a weapon. Yeah, you know? it is a weapon. <laughs> um, and if we don't, ask, you know, ask the Lord to help us, that you know, it, it can lead to some really, really nasty situations. So, mm-hmm. you know, because I think the the out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. That's yeah. somewhere I forget what the verse is, but that's in the Bible. And it's like, if the abundance of the heart is our thoughts, and mm-hmm. if we're not taking our thoughts captive then whatever's coming out is just pretty much, you know, icky. Like it's, yeah. it's just, you know, venting nasty things. Right. So that's where we have to ask the Holy spirit, like, you know, Lord, help me hold, you know, help me to take these captives so that I can speak what's pure and right and lovely. Um, because that's what I should be thinking of anyway. Hmm. Um, so anyway, that's, yeah. And yeah. That's all good. of that. Yeah. Ties together. So, uh, the last, a question that we have is what is some truth we can encourage our listeners with today um, as they take every thought captive in their friendships, relationships, and or marriages? I feel like we like did a good job of kind of, you know, have weaving practical, uh, not, I won't say advice, but just mm-hmm. practical kind of things, helpful things <laughs> um, throughout what we said and stuff like that. But I would say, the like the I would say the number one thing to um is to not uh yeah you have to be careful with this because you know the world will tell you like it's not your fault so like mm. you know just never own up to anything and this and that you know but mm. I I do think there's a healthy level of not not calling ourselves failures and not calling ourselves um you know like like we can't do anything right. We're failures. Like we'll never get it. We'll never, you know, like that kind of like talk of like, we'll never get there. Um, Mm. and so I would just encourage you in your friendships, your relationships, your marriages, um, to not talk like that because, Mm. um, (laughs) like if you look around or not even look around, uh, open your Bible, read the old Testament, (laughs) Mm. The, the number of stories that, that God just changed, like, you know, and just did a complete um, change of the person's life and circumstances and thought processes and um, put a new song in their heart and like just all these different things. I I mean, and then you look around at, you know, the, you, I guess you could say the Christian um, I won't say Christian celebrities, but, mm-hmm. but, um, just like certain Christian leaders that have had dramatic, incredible life changes. And, um, you know, just, it, it's just all God. Like you, you just have to say that when you look at their life and when you look at what they say and how they, you know, how they talk about their life and talk about what God has done, mm-hmm. like nobody is too far, you know? So if you're, if you're, <laughs> the wife that has been grumbling, you know, like, and complaining and you're like, okay, enough. Like, I just, I need to get out of my head. Like you're not too far. Like the Holy spirit was sent to help us and the Holy spirit will help you and God will help you. And, 
Um, like all you need to do is ask. Mm. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, I would just encourage you, like, you're not a failure. Um, like, and I mean, like, yes, in one sense, we're all failures because we're all sinners. Um, mm. but like, just because you fail once doesn't mean you're going to always fail. And in this area, you know, and God redeems and he can bring help and encouragement. So mm. that's what I would say. Um, yeah. When I've been thinking about just, you know, life in general and the fact that, you know, it is in taking our thoughts captive, it's a journey. And it is one of those things that, you know, we may hit a rock bottom at some point, you know, like that. And I think that we have weeks, you know, and days and months that are even like, it feels like, oh, this is hard. You know, mm-hmm. this is rock bottom. Um, but that the Lord, you know, we belong to him and, you know, we claim him as Lord, he's our savior. And so his arm is never too far. Like he can always, you know, pull us back. We, when we call to him, you know, like ask and you will receive. It's not, we don't, it's the the asking and receiving is not about, Oh, I want more stuff. I want this. I want that. It's ultimately, I want more of you, Lord. I want more Mm -hmm. of you. And I want to, you know, I'm going to knock on your door and I need you to come and help me. I need you to help me put on the full armor of God Um, I need you to help me to fight this, you know, temptation to want to, you know, let my thoughts take me down, Uh, Mm -hmm. but to trust that, you know, the Lord, he's, he's, he is so powerful that he can help us to claim those thoughts, you know, like we kind of, we limit him when we say that, you know, oh, I I can do this on my own, or I can, Mm -hmm. you know, we, we, we kind of almost diminish who he is which you know we we can't do that um right and I don't I'm talking to myself I do this yeah. you know I think I think I can do it on my own I'm like yeah. I got this I can take yeah. care of this but we can't and that's the beauty of it and that's when we see the power his true like his nature that we can rely on him you know and yeah. that he's he's worthy and he is um completely faithful so uh that's kind of what I've been thinking with that and guess how I would want to just yeah tie it up yeah I know this has been a it's been a great like thing to kind of focus on because I feel like all throughout January I've kind of been like it's been in the back of my mind when I've you know had conversations with people or have talked to friends or talked to my husband or um Mm. have even like there's a moment where I was really overwhelmed with moving and um had a really great exchange with my husband that I feel like um looking back, I'm like, oh, that could have gone so differently when, you know, like a couple years ago, like, I feel like that would have been a moment mm. where I've been like, help me, <laughs> you know, instead of just being like, oh, thanks for asking. Like I am overwhelmed, you know, and then him saying like, oh yeah, like what can I do? You know? And it's like, oh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like what, look at what happens when you don't jump to conclusions or jump to, you know, uh, something that puts words in someone's mouth. So yeah I definitely I definitely agree like it's been it's been really good and we hope that it's been really helpful for y'all so Mm. yeah so as always thank you for listening to the dwelling and co podcast we are so grateful for each and every one of you um for more information about how our podcast started or even more about us you can check out our website at www.atthedwelling.com and if you want to keep up with us on social media you can like our facebook page which is at the dwelling and co and then you can follow us on instagram at at the dwelling and co podcast thanks for being with us again this friday and we will see you next time